show, folks. Uh, broadcasting live from the city of Chicago, state of Illinois. It is raining in the city of Chicago. It is raining as I speak. As I do the show, it's coming down. And it should. Because it has been 90 degrees for, I think, for three consecutive days now. It's been hot. It has been hot, humid, muggy, stuffy, um, whatever you want to call it, folks. It has been really, really burning. People have been burning up. <laughs> I mean, you see people come out of their houses. and Also, my family's done it, too. So we come out of our house half-dressed, house shoes, slouchy, moving along. It's just the heat. <laughs> the heat. And I want to say something about the older Americans. I mean, it, you know, uh, it, it is true that when they get so hot, like, and I'm hearing it's hot like this or worse around America. Uh, when it gets hot like this, you know, you want to make sure you check on your elders, you know, uh, uh, the elderly people. I mean, when they get hot like this, you check on everybody. <laughs> you don't care how old they are because this heat affects all of us, no matter what age we are, you check on the young ones, you check on the old ones, you check on the middle aged people, you check on everybody because there's there's such 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 things as excuse me, such things as heat stroke, uh, skin cancer, um, um, strokes, and heart attacks out here in in dealing in this hot weather, and I don't see how people can be just jogging and riding their bikes in ninety to ninety five. Uh, degree weather and the sun is burning hot down I mean burning hard hot down on everything and everybody so you have to really as much as I love to exercise as much much as I know a lot of people uh, love to exercise and be out here among nature you have to take precautions you have to use some common sense it is fucking burning up out here Uh, they say it's going to be cooler tomorrow We'll just have to wait to see that because it's been tough. You know, I mean, it's almost too hot to do anything. You know, uh, I've seen people walk around half dressed. I've seen people come out on the ledge or on the balconies in their underwear. Uh, it, it is just that hot. People are trying to, and sometimes, the, you know, the fans that they have, if people have fans, you know, the fans at, at some point will start to throw. And if you have uh, air conditioning, <laughs> sometimes it will throw out too much cold air and you start to freeze. So you have to know how to regulate that stuff, okay? But it's good to have either one, a fan or a good fan, a powerful fan, or a um, air conditioner. Uh, air conditioning, you know. And, but in some places, in some apartments, uh, it's tough on – some people, especially people below the poverty line, poor people, uh, people working from one check to the next, it's tough for them to get an air conditioning, an air conditioner, sorry, uh, into their apartment because the landlords they want to charge you, they want to charge you more uh, to use your own air conditioner that you've purchased. They're going to charge you more. You know, I don't understand that. I don't understand that logic. They might as well charge you uh, for heat to use in the summer and the winter. Pardon me. In the winter, um, 
in that case, but a lot of people can't afford air conditioners. They can, uh, especially if they have to buy their air conditioner, which is going to cost maybe over four or five hundred dollars, a good one. Um, and then they take it home to their apartment and they find they can't use it be, uh, uh, unless they pay the landlord three or four hundred dollars a month to use it. It's ridiculous, you know. So things are things are getting out of hand in America, folks. Let's put it that way. Things are. I mean, we we were at the store today, and we, the prices have just shot through the roof on a lot of things, even at some of these um, low cost stores, like uh, you know, whatever, Food for Less. Even at some of these low cost stores uh, that a lot of people attend because they want to get, uh, they want to uh, at least uh, get their money's worth, and things like that. Uh, it's just shot through the roof. Things are just bad. And a lot of this is because of Donald Trump's uh, policies, tariffs, and everything else, and people not feeling, businesses not feeling too um, they're not feeling too confident in the economy, so they raise their prices. You got the tariffs. The tariffs are going to raise prices on everything. I mean, you got even people are charging, uh, the government is charging, (laughs) raising your water rate. To, to use water, drink water or to take a shower, or bath or something. Uh, uh, we're going to be paying a lot more for water. It's, it's, it's going to be tough for those on, on a fixed income, especially if that income is not you know, conducive to all of these hikes. And then you have red hikes that, that are spiraling out of control. I mean, they are really out of control. I mean, you get a lot of people holding jobs and they can't even afford an apartment because the apartments are two and three thousand dollars a month. And that's on top of security deposit. And a lot of places you can't get it, get an apartment unless you show that you have good credit and you're working at a very, very good job. So it's tough to get a, a decent apartment in the city of Chicago and in some other places in America. It's really tough. And then those who have these apartments, uh, the rents are going up so often and annually that they're being priced out. They're being forced to move because they cannot pay the high rent. And no one, and no one, and I believe no one in Washington really, really cares. There's no one fighting for these uh, rent hikes. There's no one fighting for inflation in general. There's no one there. It's all about, in this era of Washington, it's all about hurting you more. That's what it's all about. And that's what Donald Trump is all about, hurting you more. They're not talking about uh, making things easy for you so you can vote for them <laughs> next time. They don't give a damn. They just want to hurt you. They just want to hurt you more. And think of all kinds of reasons to why they're hurting you, which none of it makes sense. If you listen to some of these thoughts, well, we have to cut the benefits because of this or because of that, because this is that, 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 that. It's bullshit. They're cutting... Uh, Programs, entitlement uh, uh, for Americans because they want to. 
They want to see you starve. They want to see you without uh, a home or of your own. They, they don't want to see you successful. That's all it's about. Don't, don't buy into any of the excuses, their excuses, lame excuses, to why they're taking away this or taking away that. Because there is no uh, excuse for that. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Port blogger Diana Newsom will be on the show today. We'll see where that goes. Commentary on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We were off yesterday. We were off yesterday, citing what I just got through mentioning at the beginning of the show, the heat. I think the computers were down because of the heat. <laughs> the heat affects everything. I mean, it does everything. I mean, it does. And, uh, uh-oh, the rain has stopped. Wow, that was a blip, wasn't it? It has stopped, but it could uh, start again, you know. <laughs> it could start again. So, but it's a beautiful, as I sit in my studio here for my wonderful studio, my, I, sometimes I call it my man cave. Uh, it's a place where you hang out, you know, <laughs> I hang out here, believe me. And, uh, you don't hang out in a man cave unless you can have some fun. Your man cave is supposed to be all to yourself, you know, uh, but there sometimes people do interrupt you and you have to figure out what the hell they want, you know, but, uh, I'm in this, my studio on the North side of the sh- uh, Chicago and it's beautiful. And I'm looking, I have this great big old window in front of me. And I'm looking out on the avenue, and I can see what's going on. I can uh, see the people passing by my window, and they can look in and see me on the radio, right? But uh, a lot of people are just paying, uh, uh, just minding their own business. And hopefully, the Junior Show. Hopefully, somebody will tell them, or or either they can find out for themselves. They can Google me, and they can find out a lot of stuff. Speaking of Google. The Google search engine, if you haven't heard, our asshole president is thinking of meddling in Google. Yeah, he's saying that uh, Google is uh, discriminating against conservative, conservative uh, I don't know, politicians or something, uh, conservative voices, and Google is not. He's saying that Google is rigged. It's not. I don't know. Donald Trump wakes up every day. Pardon my language. Donald Trump wakes up every day and pulls something out of his ass to try to scare you with, to try to scare me with, to try to scare all of us with. He feels that Google is transferring or letting too many people see too many negative stories about him. So he wants to regulate it. Every day, every minute, Donald Trump comes up with some something else. And he, he has already, after he's talked about the, the Google thing being rigged, he's already into talking about some other shit. Basically, all of this is just to try to get you to stop thinking about one day he is going to jail. One day... He is going to be indicted and going to jail. But Donald Trump, as I've said and posted so many times, Donald Trump knows he's in trouble. He knows he cannot last. 
he hates America and he knows he cannot last. So, so he knows he's going down. So he's going to try to destroy as much of America as he can. He seemed to act as if he doesn't like anybody saying anything negative about him. When all the news that ever comes out of his White House, out of his mouth, is negative. Lies on top of lies on top of lies on top of lies. Five or six of people around him have gone to jail. They've been indicted or whatever, pleaded guilty or they're pleading the guilt, pleading guilty. And he and he doesn't think you should say anything negative about him, even though it's warranted. This guy messes with everything. Actually, I'm going to tell you something. Folks, all Donald Trump does is talk. Is talk. All he does is run his fucking mouth. He's mean, he's vile, he's nasty, he's corrupt, he's unhinged, he's unfit to be president. He can't take criticism. He has to go after the people who criticize him. He fights them. He tweets. He tweets his ass off. Tweets isn't, his tweets is not policy. Donald Trump is a bully. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bully. He's a taunter. And he's, but deep inside of this man, he's a stone coward. Afraid of his own shadow. People are talking about, well, maybe Donald Trump should resign. Even the media is getting after him. They're waking up to this, this guy. One of the things I've said often that the media should stop doing to Donald Trump is giving him publicity, giving him free publicity. Stop covering him. He's t- How many times have he called the media the enemy of the people? They don't like that. That's pissed. Nobody likes that. That's, that, that's really pissy to say. The media is the enemy of the people. They are not. If anybody is the enemy of the people, Donald Trump is. The media should fight back. Stop taking his shit. Stop letting him get away with those lies. Stop covering him. Stop interviewing him. Stop going to his rallies. The hell with his rallies. The, stop reading his tweets. But, some, but he is the president of the United States, so you really can't stop covering him uh, uh, you really can't stop covering him much because he's the president of the United States. That office is news. No matter what, what he says, what he does, it's news. But the media has to realize that a lot of the shit that Donald Trump says is not newsworthy. The crap that comes out of his rallies, garbage. Nothing newsworthy there. Because he repeats the same thing over and over and over again at every rally. There's nothing there. And he runs off to these rallies when his ass is in in a twist. He needs people to applaud him. He needs people to tell him how great he is. Only a few of them. (laughs) It's only a few of them because most of them are leaving him. But majority of the time when Donald comes Donald Trump comes out with something outrageous, he's talking to his base. He's talking to 
the white supremacists. He's talking to the racists. He's talking to the stupid and the dumb. He's trying to keep them with him, keep him on, keep, keep him with him because the rest of the world isn't. He's talking to his base. When Donald Trump says he's going to uh, uh, regulate Google, he's talking to his base. He's telling him, hey, wow, I'm going, after the, I'm going after my critics, okay? If Donald Trump go and go, is going after his critics, he's got a fucking big job to do because he's criticized all over the world. People in other countries are laughing at this man. They're saying he's an idiot. He's a fool. He's a buffoon. America, why can't you wake up? And get this jackass out of your White House. Other countries are saying the same thing. That he's, they're criticizing him. Is he threatening them? No. He's only threatening the people in America. He's not threatening the people who are uh, all over the world that's criticizing him. That's calling him uh, a bunch of names as he called everybody else who tries to, who criticizes him. Or he just don't like so that's where that is folks he Trump is such an embarrassment to the United States but he will not resign because resigning for Donald Trump so people say well Donald Trump is going to resign we hope but he's not I think two reasons why he's not going to resign he loves power he loves power one person said that he's drunk with power. He loves power. No matter how little it is or how much it is, he loves it. And he shouldn't have any power. The Republicans should have uh, limited his power so far by now if they uh, wanted to. But And another reason to why he will not resign, because if he resigns, he becomes a private citizen and by resigning and becoming a private citizen he will be indicted okay he will be arrested so he cannot resign as of right now the department of justice saying they got some something on the books that's saying that uh sitting president president be indicted they have something on the books saying that a sitting president cannot be indicted This is the Department of Justice. It's not in the Constitution that I know of. It's only the uh, guidelines I'm hearing uh, from the Department of Justice saying a sitting president cannot be indicted. So if you believe believe all of that, then if Donald Trump resigns office where he's no longer president, he will be indicted. So – in order for Donald Trump not to be indicted, not to go to jail, not to end up in a courtroom, he has to stay president. And getting back to these uh, Department of Justice guidelines, I, I, I think that's a bunch of garbage. You know, I, I, maybe they just maybe they just made that up because of Donald Trump. I don't know. Maybe it could have been on the books for years. I don't know. But not to be able to indict Donald Trump because he's president of the United States and he has been implicated in two or three crimes and there's proof. 
give me a break. Indict this guy. He's not above the law. He thinks he is. He wants to be. Even some people around him, they want him to be above the law. This guy is not above the Indict him. Mueller might indict him. Mueller might say, the hell with the Department of Justice guidelines that a president, a sitting president cannot be indicted. That's, that's baloney. Mueller may indict him. Mueller may not indict him. Mueller, Mueller is an FBI man himself, so he may follow the guidelines of the Department of Justice and decide not to indict Donald Trump. But that is nothing to say if Donald Trump resigns or he gets impeached. More than likely, he will not be impeached, at least not by this Republican Congress. He will not be impeached by this Republican Congress because these guys and girls are so afraid of Donald Trump. They are so afraid. They won't even investigate him. After his own lawyer, Michael Cohen, uh, implicated him, him into two, in two federal crimes. His own lawyer, his fixer, his confidant, who was once his friend, who did everything for Donald Trump at the behest of Donald Trump. But Donald Trump, they will not impeach him. They will not draw articles of impeachment on him. I, I think that the Republicans are just damaging their party for years to come, maybe not years, maybe decades, maybe centuries to come. They are damned and they don't give a shit. They're going down with Donald Trump, their master, their king, their emperor. They're going down with this guy. And I can tell you this, Donald Trump and his supporters, he doesn't have that many supporters anymore. A few hanger-ons of uh, a lot of these folks need to be in a mental hospital somewhere if you've seen some of his supporters. But but when Donald Trump come out with these crazy uh, tweets every day accusing people of that, accusing companies of that, picking and bullying on Google, picking and bullying uh, uh, the football players, you name it, bullying Amazon Bullying the Washington Post. This guy's bullying everything that he can in America because he thinks he's king and he can do it. Amazon fought back. And now the media should fight back. Bullying the media, bullying the press, picking on them. Picking in the NBA. Donald Trump talks out of his ass. He, he says, but he's the president. And he makes the tone of the nation. He's the tone of America. And it's a bad one, too. It's a bad one. This guy is totally unhinged. He's, he is uh, not presidential material. That is no doubt about that. Okay, Trump broadens his attack on Silicon Valley companies. He's, he's, he's picking on more uh, – uh, uh, Silicon Valley companies. He goes from one extreme to the next to try to get you, get you, get me from thinking about that one day he will. <laughs> I'm 
thinking about one day he will rot in prison. <laughs> He's trying to get us not to think about that. Okay, let's go to Trump broadens attack on Silicon Valley companies. He's a nut. President Donald Trump escalated a brewing battle. He always picking and bullying some company. When he should not be president at all. He's a fake president. He cheated to be president. It's proven. Michael Cohen said it. His lawyer. He messed around (laughs) with the 2016 election. Yet Congress. In the United States of America, Congress will not do anything. They will not do anything. And Trump knows that Congress, the Republicans in Congress, is saving his ass. And even, if, and even when the Democrats take over the uh, House of Representatives and maybe the Senate in the midterms, they're not going to do anything either. Nancy Pelosi says, already said uh, she didn't... Uh, Want impeachment? So did uh, Elizabeth Warren. She didn't want impeachment, but the one of the thing with these groups. When I say groups, I'm talking about the Republicans and the um, Democrats. They both are on the same page when it comes not to impeaching Trump because they are waiting for the Robert Mueller investigation to come to an end and for Mueller to submit his report to Congress. On Donald Trump, then Congress supposedly uh, make a decision whether they're going to impeach him or not. Uh, so that's what I'm hearing. That they're waiting on the report from uh, Robert Mueller's uh, office uh, and to be handed over to Congress, and they will make a re- uh a decision on impeaching him now, but they don't really, really need that report, but they're deciding to wait on it because Donald Trump is a traitorous. He handed America to Putin in Helsinki on the stage. He, that makes him a traitor. The way he bullies America and try to tear America apart, that makes him a traitor to America because he's trying to tear America down for Russia. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. It's always something about Donald Trump, folks. I know some of you get sick of me talking about him. I get tired of talking about him. But something has to be said because a lot of the things out here aren't being said that should be said, should, should be said. And I'm basically trying to say those things. But everybody, anybody that's out here that's, you know, have a microphone in front of them and have you know, an audience and people out there listening, they're concerned about America. I'm concerned about America. I want to make America great. (laughs) I want to make America uh, a better place than what it is now. I want to help be a part of making America a better place than what it is now. We, and in order to do that, we have to get out here and vote. Vote, vote, vote. Yes, they are. Yes, they are without a doubt in some states trying to suppress the vote, finding out ways to keep you and me from casting our votes because that's what Republicans do. They cheat. They can't win um, 
the right way, they're going to try to win another way by cheating. So, But I think no matter how much the Republicans cheat or no matter how much other countries uh, that's working with Donald Trump or, or any of the other Republicans try to meddle in our election, the midterm elections, I think if people get out here and vote in droves, we can overcome that. I really do. Because I do think that uh, Americans are very, very pissed off and angry at what's going on in the world today, especially in in um, in um, America, especially in America. I I just think it's 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 one of those things, folks. I just think we. We can do it. I think we can do it. Republicans, <laughs> Republicans saying we can do it, but let's just hope we can do it. We don't want something like we got in 2016 when everybody thought, I mean, everybody in the world thought Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president. Everybody in the world thought that. But it went the other way. The man that nobody wanted, the man that nobody liked, the man that everybody knew was a racist won. He won because he meddled in the 2016 election. He won because of Russia and he won because of the electoral vote. But we have to make sure that doesn't happen again. So we don't want to uh, get too complacent here. We don't, we don't want to say, well, the Democrats are going to win. The Democrats are going to win. The Democrats, Democrats. That could not be so because it wasn't so in the 2016 election. So we don't want to become too complacent. Just get everybody that you can out uh, to vote. If they're not registered, get them registered. If they're over 18, I know we got the teenagers. I know we got the 18 and 19 and 20-year-olds, people who are – who are graduating from high school or will graduate from high school on their way to college, we've got them. We've got those young people. That's a great thing. We've got the young people. But the Republicans don't seem to give a damn what we got. They're braced. The Republicans in Congress and the Republicans around the United States, even in some of these governorships, these people are bracing to lose. If they're bracing to lose, let's make sure that they do lose. That we won't have any kind of a mix-up or a screw-up like we did in the 2016 election, and we got Donald Trump, who we can't seem to get rid of because the Republicans are aiding and abetting. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. My guest is blogger Deanna. I'm about to say Dion. Deanna Newsom. Uh, she was supposed to call in at uh, 6:30. She may not call in. There may be some. Some hold up. We're going to have to find out if that's it. If not, then we just have to go on with the show. Um, that's the way it is. You always have to go on with the show. And uh, did anybody see that baby Trump? It didn't last too long. It was one in, <laughs> it was one in America. I think it was a Virginia or somewhere. Uh, it didn't last that long. At least I don't think it lasted that long, but... Um, Anyway, it, it, the baby Trump is always amusing. Uh, Trump hates it. <laughs> he hates it. But uh, it, it um, I think it signifies him um, perfectly. 
And welcome back. We're taking a deeper look at the indictment of 12 Russian military intelligence officers, including a very curious part of the indictment, how, describing how one candidate for U.S. Congress reached out to a fake persona that the Russian intelligence officers had created.
in the midterm election. So I'm just this is just coming across my computer. Uh, Trump warns of violence. He warns of violence if the Republicans lose the midterm elections. Wow, I'm I am totally speechless here, folks. I am. This is crazy. A president of the United States egging on violence among Americans on Americans. This is outrageous. This is what I mean when I say Trump talks out of his ass. He goes from one dumb extreme statement to another dumb extreme statement to another dumb extreme statement. This man needs to be thrown out on his stupid ass. Trump's warns of violence. That means he's telling his followers. He's telling his followers. To attack voters who are going to the polls and who may vote for, for Democrats. This is what he's saying. This is what he's saying. How in the hell did this man get in here? You know he cheated. You know he lied. You know he's a fake president. You know he wants to destroy America. You know he hates America. And he's proving it every single day. I bet his family thinks that he should be uh, evicted from the White House. And he should be. Now, we don't need to wait for Mueller's investigation. We need him out now. Right now, as I'm looking at my watch, warns of violence if GOP sustain loose losses in the midterm elections. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the only thing I can do is just like everybody else, is vote. Is vote. Now he's trying to scare you off, scare people off from voting, which I do think that's not going to work. That's not going to work. People are going to be more inclined to vote than ever. The only thing this stupid-ass man is doing is getting more people to the polls. And as I've said several times, folks, if you never voted Republican, never do it again. And if you voted Republican, stop voting for Republicans. It's bad. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. I just, that's the latest news that came across my computer. And... Um, it's not good. Yeah. 
Cohen's attorney, Lanny Davis, is with us now. Mr. Davis, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, I don't have to remind you, your client once famously said he would take a bullet for Donald Trump. Now it seems, in a sense, he is the bullet. Does he have damaging information against the president, and is he willing to tell it to prosecutors? Well, he said under oath the most damaging, definitive information yesterday, that the President of the United States directed him to commit a crime, meaning the President committed the crime, and covered it up because he didn't sign the check to keep quiet the affairs with the two women. He asked and directed, is the word used, Michael Cohen to do so. And in case there's any problem here understanding, there's no dispute on the word direction. His attorneys wrote the special counsel and said that President Trump directed Michael Cohen to do this. So the issue of whether he's credible or not has no relevance here. His lawyers are his witnesses against the president as complicit in this crime. But let me ask you, because Michael Cohen, it's his word, and as you say, Rudy Giuliani seems to back that up with some prior statements saying that, yes, in fact, the president knew that these payments to the porn star, the hush money, were being made. But does he have any other evidence, anything to corroborate it? Are there documents? Yes. He does. What, what kind yes. of evidence? 100% definitive. The, the fog of Rudy Giuliani, who says truth isn't truth, is creating simply is contradicted by the president's own lawyers wrote a letter but, to but the what special kind of counsel. But over and, and above, that is yeah. evidence definitively when your own lawyers are testifying against the client. That's called definitive evidence. They said to the special counsel, President Trump directed the word that used was used in court yesterday. So there's no dispute on that. I get that. Is there anything else? Documents, recording, anything else? I don't know the answer to that question. We'll see whether there's other evidence. But I am saying yeah. uh, that uh, right now Michael Cohen needs help from the American people to tell the truth. And we've set up a website, michaelcohentruthfund.com, to the GoFundMe site. And uh, this is about Michael Cohen telling the truth. but his. Uh, but 
This has been a very interesting week here in the United States, and no, not just because of the stupid Omarosa tapes. What's really stupid right now is the fact that we have Democrats, liberals out there, trying to defend the honor of a man like John Brennan. In case you're not familiar with it, earlier this week, Donald Trump stripped John Brennan of his security clearance. Brennan was CIA director uh, for many years under Barack Obama. He also worked in the uh, national security offices. Hey everybody, the George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session. The finest internet radio talk show and podcast in the land of Illinois on the north side of the great, great city of Chicago. We are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Have a great time. Keep on being 
list of commandments was deliberately and artificially inflated to get it up to 10. It's a padded list. Here's what they did. About 5,000 years ago, a bunch of religious and political hustlers got together to try to figure out how to control people, how to keep them in line. They knew people were basically stupid and would believe anything they were told, so they announced that God had given them some commandments. Up on a mountain, when no one was around, God had given them the Ten Commandments. But let me ask you this. When they were sitting around making this shit up, why did they pick ten? Why ten? Why not nine or eleven? I'll tell you why. Because ten sounds official. Ten sounds important. They knew if it was eleven, people wouldn't take it seriously. Say, what, are you kidding me? The Eleven Commandments? Get the fuck out of here. But ten... Ten sounds important. Ten is the basis for the decimal system. It's a decade. It's a psychologically satisfying number. The top ten, the ten most wanted, the ten best dressed. So having ten commandments was really a marketing decision. (laughs) And to me, it's clearly a bullshit list. It's a political document artificially inflated to sell better. I'm going to show you how you could reduce the number of commandments and come up with a list that's a little more workable and logical. We're going to start with the first three, and I'll use the Roman Catholic version because those are the ones I was taught as a little boy. I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not have strange gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Thou shalt keep holy the Sabbath. Right off the bat, the first three, pure bullshit. (laughs) Sabbath... Sabbath day, Lord's name, strange gods. Spooky language. (laughs) Spooky language. Designed to scare and control primitive people. In no way does superstitious nonsense like this apply to the lives of intelligent, civilized humans in the 21st century. You throw out the first three commandments, you're down to seven. Next, honor thy father and mother. Obedience, respect for authority. Just another name for controlling people. The truth is, obedience and respect should not be automatic. They should be earned. They should be based on the parent's performance. Parent's performance. Right? Some, some parents deserve respect. Most of them don't. Period. You're down to six. Now, in the interest of logic, something religion is very uncomfortable with, We're going to jump around the list a little bit. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Stealing and lying. Well, actually, these two both prohibit the same kind of behavior. Dishonesty, stealing, and lying. So you don't need two of them. Instead, you combine them and you call it, thou shalt not be dishonest. And suddenly, you're down to five. And as long as we're combining, I have two others that belong together. Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Once again, these two prohibit the same kind of behavior, in this case, marital infidelity. The difference is coveting takes place in the mind, and I don't think you should outlaw fantasizing about someone else's wife. Otherwise, what's a guy going to think about when he's waxing his carrot? (laughs) But but marital fidelity is a good idea, so we're going to keep the idea and call this one, thou shalt not be unfaithful. And suddenly, we're down to four. 
But when you think about it, honesty and fidelity are really part of the same overall value. So in truth, you could combine the two honesty commandments with the two fidelity commandments and give them simpler language, positive language instead of negative, and call the whole thing, Thou shalt always be honest and faithful, and we're down to three. Thou shalt, thou shalt, they're going away, they're going away fast. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. This one is just plain fucking stupid. <laughs> Coveting your neighbor's goods is what keeps the economy going. <laughs> Am I right? Your neighbor gets a vibrator that plays Oh Come All Ye Faithful. <laughs> you want to get one too. <laughs> Coveting creates jobs. Leave it alone. You throw out coveting and you're down to two now. The big honesty and fidelity commandment. And the one we haven't talked about yet. Thou shalt not kill. Murder. The fifth commandment. But when you think about it. <laughs> when you think about it. Religion has never really had a big problem with murder. Not really. More people have been killed in the name of God than for any other reason. All you have to do. Sure. All you have to do is look at Northern Ireland, the Middle East, Kashmir, the Inquisition, the Crusades, and the World Trade Center to see how seriously the religious folks take Thou Shalt Not Kill. The more devout they are, the more they see murder as being negotiable. It's negotiable. You know? It depends. It depends. It depends on who's doing the killing and who's getting killed. So, with all of this in mind, I leave you with my revised list of the two commandments. <laughs> Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie. <laughs> and thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone. Unless, of course, they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. <laughs> two is all you need. Moses could have carried him down the hill in his fucking pocket. And if they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. Department. In the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the Invisible Man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these ten things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. He loves you and he needs money. <laughs> he always needs money. 
He's all-powerful, all-perfect, all-knowing, and all-wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. But, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. But I want you to know, I want you to know something. This is sincere. I want you to know, when it comes to believing in God, I really tried. I really, really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but I got to tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. <laughs> something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. <laughs> something is definitely wrong. This is not good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. And just between you and me, in between you and me, in any decently run universe, this guy would have been out on his all-powerful ass a long time ago. And by the way, I say this guy because I firmly believe, looking at these results, that if there is a God, it has to be a man. No woman could or would ever fuck things up like this. So, so, if, if, if there is a God, if there is, I think most reasonable people might agree that he's at least incompetent and maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit, which I admire in a person and which would explain a lot of these bad results. So rather than be just another mindless religious robot, mindlessly and, and aimlessly and blindly believing that all of this is in the hands of some spooky, incompetent father figure who doesn't give a shit, I decided to look around for something else to worship, something I could really count on. And immediately, I thought of the sun. Happened like that. Overnight, I became a sun worshiper. Well, not overnight, you can't see the sun at night. <laughs> the first thing the next morning, I became a sun worshiper. Several reasons. First of all, I can see the sun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unlike some other gods I could mention, I can actually see the sun. I'm big on that. If I can see something, I don't know, kind of helps the credibility along, you know? So every day I can see the sun as it gives me everything I need. Heat, light, food, flowers in the park, reflections on the lake an occasional skin cancer, but hey, <laughs> at least there are no crucifixions and we're not setting people on fire simply because they don't agree with us. Sun worship is fairly simple. There's no mystery, no miracles, no pageantry, no one asks for money, there are no songs to learn, and we don't have a special building where we all gather once a week to compare clothing. <laughs> and the best thing, the best thing about the sun, it never tells me I'm unworthy. Doesn't tell me I'm a bad person who needs to be saved. Hadn't said an unkind word. Treats me fine. So, I worship the sun. But, I don't pray to the sun. Know why? I wouldn't presume on our friendship. It's not polite. 
I've often thought people treat God rather rudely, don't you? Asking you know, trillions and trillions of prayers every day, asking and pleading and begging for favors, do this, give me that, I need a new car, I want a better job. And most of this praying takes place on Sunday, his day off. <laughs> Not nice. And it's no way to treat a friend. But people do pray, and they pray for a lot of different things. You know, your sister needs an operation on her crotch. Your, your brother was arrested for defecating in a mall. But most of all, you'd really like to fuck that hot little redhead down at the convenience store. You know, the one with the eye patch and the club foot, huh? Can you pray for that? I think you'd have to. And I say, fine, pray for anything you want. Pray for anything. But what about the divine plan? Remember that? The divine plan. Long time ago, God made a divine plan. Gave it a lot of thought, decided it was a good plan, put it into practice. And for billions and billions of years, the divine plan has been doing just fine. Now you come along and pray for something. Well, suppose the thing you want isn't in God's divine plan. What do you want him to do? Change his plan? Just for you? Doesn't it seem a little arrogant? It's a divine plan. What's the use of being God if every rundown schmuck with a $2 prayer book can come along and fuck up your plan? <laughs> and here's something else, another problem you might have. Suppose your prayers aren't answered. What do you say? Well, it's God's will. Thy will be done. Fine, but if it's God's will and he's going to do what he wants to anyway, why the fuck bother praying in the first place? Seems like a big waste of time to me. Couldn't you just skip the praying part and go right to his will? It's all very confusing. So to get around a lot of this, I decided to worship the sun. But as I said, I don't pray to the sun. You know who I pray to? Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Two reasons. First of all, I think he's a good actor, okay? To me, that counts. Second, he looks like a guy who can get things done. Joe Pesci doesn't fuck around. Doesn't fuck around. In fact, in fact, Joe Pesci came through on a couple of things that God was having trouble with. For years, I asked God to do something about my noisy neighbor with the barking dog. Joe Pesci straightened that cocksucker out with one visit. It's amazing what you can accomplish with a simple baseball bat. So I've been praying to Joe for about a year now, and I noticed something. I noticed that all the prayers I used to offer to God and all the prayers I now offer to Joe Pesci are being answered at about the same 50% rate. Half the time I get what I want, half the time I don't. Same as God, 50-50. Same as the...
Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, you're a president. A lot of people are saying, not my president. He's not my president. But anyway, he's, he's, I don't like saying president either, but this guy is the president of the United States. He's awful. He's bad. He's just rude. Um, Trump warns. Uh, this is just came in, folks. Uh, Trump warns. I can't say it. Warns uh, evangelicals of violence if GOP loses the president. Uh, if if they lose the midterm election that's coming up in about two and a half months from now, the date of this show. He warns of violence. He he warns evangelicals of violence. Um. The president pleads with evangelical leaders to help to save the midterms for the Republicans. Uh, This is – I'm I'm dying to hear what the talk shows are going to say about this, what the pundits are thinking about this latest talk-out-of-your-ass statement from Donald Trump. But it's dangerous. It's a dangerous talk because a lot of people are going to adhere to this fool. Basically, what this asshole is saying, if the Republicans lose, there's going to be violence. In some ways, he's saying maybe there should be violence at the polls to stop you from voting. This comes from the president of the United States inciting violence, speaking to one group, asking him, telling them there would be violence. Uh, There's not going to be any violence, but there may be violence now because Trump wants violence. He wants to see people hurt. He wants to see people maimed, bleeding, dying in the middle of the street because of violence that he incited to stop them from voting. This is just awful. And then Trump uh, wants people to stop criticizing him talking about him putting him putting him in a bad light he wants the media to stop uh calling everything fake news the only thing fake is donald trump and his hair that's the thing in the world and uh, i'm a little taken back by this i don't know what other people uh think of this so far because i've just got this it just ran across my computer and i'm quoting trump here Okay, this November 6th election is very much a referendum on not only me, this is Trump talking, it's a referendum on your religion, talking about evangelicals, okay? It's a, re- uh, a, a referendum on free speech and the First Amendment. That's Bobby Cock. The man wants violence. The man wants to see violence and blood in the streets if the GOP loses. This, and if the GOP in Congress condones this, they are despicable. I've, I've, I've talked about Trump. I've said some unkind things about him, which are warranted. But this goes beyond the pale. These people are despicable. There is nothing uh, Americans should be up and pissed off and enraged 
at Donald Trump calling for violence if the GOP loses. Violence, Americans on Americans, a civil war. He would love to see that because he would know that Donald Trump would love to see a civil war, especially if it's if it's one that he caused. He would love to see it. He thrives on this kind kind of attention. He's a con man. He's a boxing promoter. He's a mob boss. He's a thug. He's a criminal. And he's in the White House. Wishing violence in America if the GOP loses, which they deserve to lose because they have him. He's the one who brought them down. He's the one they're afraid of. He's the one who should not be president of the United States. He rigged the election to win. That's what his lawyer said. That's what Michael Corn's lawyer said. That Trump basically rigged the election so he can be president of the United States. Two or three sources said that. Yet the Republicans in Congress will not investigate it. They will not bring up charges of impeachment. But this guy, as long as, you, as, long as Trump is in office, he's going to be saying sh- dumb shit like this that is going to percolate throughout America. And some people are going to act on this. Donald Trump says he wants violence. It's going to be people out here to do it. He's a gang-banging thug in the White House that is controlling his minions out here among us. And the Republicans are letting this happen. They're sitting back and letting this happen. He knows that Mueller, if I said this earlier into the show, Mueller should come up with an indictment regardless of uh, the DOJ guidelines, Department of Justice, Depart- the, regardless of their guidelines. I, it's not in the Constitution, so I don't see no reason why he could not come up with an indictment to a sitting president. Trump needs to go. He needs to get out of the White House, period. I know some of you are saying, George, well, I'm tired of you talking about the uh, – I can't help it. I mean, every time I look around, there's news being thrown in front of me on the, from the computer or wherever, uh, and, and it's about Donald Trump saying something totally, totally goofy and stupid and uncalled for, unpresidential, as, like a thug or, or a gangbanger or, or a mob boss or something, a bully – in grade school or something, this guy does not belong in the White House. He's unhinged. He's mentally disturbed. He's a liar, pathological liar, over 4,000. He doesn't care about any of that. The Republicans doesn't care about any of that. And there is actually more than what I'm talking about. I'm just hitting the, I'm not even hitting the surface on some of the things and, 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 and shit that this man has said and done. Ridiculous shit, unpresidential uh, uh, behavior. This is just outrageous that he inciting violence if 
in the midterms if at the midterms if the Republicans don't win. That's just crazy. But it's out there now. It's out there. Trump warns evangelicals of violence if GOP loses. And I have a quote by him confirming that. I got I I got this off CNN. And one of my friends posted the same thing in, on Facebook and LinkedIn and some of these other uh, social networking sites that I'm a part of. This is just crazy. This America, folks, we don't know what this is. And this is not Donald Trump country. Donald Trump, and I'm, I'm also hearing that Vice President Mike Pence is gearing up to be president of the United States. Obviously, Trump is getting ready to go. Mike Pence is gearing up to be president of the United States. They're settling him in. They're they're vetting him. Donald Trump is about to go. Maybe this is maybe this is one of his um, exiting or parting shots that he's taking at the midterms to show the Republicans that he's still a Republican, even if they impeach him. This could be that. But, you know, inciting violence, this man has to go. Republicans, when are they going to man up and kick this piece of shit out of Washington? A lot of people are saying, well, if we impeach Trump, we get Mike Pence. And I, I always tell folks, hey, we deal with Donald Trump, and then we will deal with Mike Pence. Get one at a time. Some people are saying Mike Pence is a lot worse than Donald Trump. That could be. But I, I don't think so. I, I really don't think that Mike Pence might be as worse as Donald Trump. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. He's more of an ass kisser uh, uh, than anything else. He's more of an ass kisser than anything else. And he seems as though he's a follower and not a leader. That's how I read Mike Pence. I read him as an ass kisser, Donald Trump ass kisser, and I read him as a follower. So a lot of people would probably be telling him what to do uh, <laughs> once he's president. But that's that's ironic that um, – Mike Pence is getting ready, uh, settling in to be vice president. How do I know? I, I, I've got it off Huffington Post, okay? It could be uh, – I don't do fake news, folks. I don't do it at all. So if you think you're going to get fake news on the George Wilder Jr. show, it's not going to be that, that way. And I don't have guests on my show who lie uh, about it, uh, whatever they, they might be talking about or you know, on the show uh, trying to present. Uh, but that's breaking news, even more so than Donald Trump inciting inciting violence for the midterm elections. This, this is just awful. And what I'm really glad uh, about is that Donald Trump is on his fucking way out. There's no way this man can keep that job. He may be deliberately trying to get out of this. He may feel that if he resigns the uh, 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 his sentencing or his problems may be lessened if he 
resigns. I doubt it. Or he may have made some secret deal or some secret meeting with the prosecution, and and they told him that uh, this is coming. That's coming. This is coming. And there's no doubt about it. Donald Trump knows what's coming. He knows it's coming. He knows it's coming before the news even hit the public. He knows it's coming. He knows one of his sons is going to be indicted or his daughter or both his sons will be indicted for uh, uh, charity violations, charity campaign violations. He knows that's coming. And he knows a lot of uh, other things are coming. This is why this is why are the reasons for him to be uh, lashing out like this at Google. Now, uh, at Google and some some other things that he was lashing out about, uh, bullying companies, Silicon Valley. Now is this? Now it's uh, violence uh, in the upcoming midterm elections, which are about two and a half months away. He's saying if if uh, I got to say this again because I can hardly believe it. And once the show is over, I'm going to uh, do a lot. I'm going to have a lot more tomorrow on this because this is just awful. This is breaking news. This is just awful. You think you're going to have a a boring day and (laughs) and all of a sudden, uh uh-oh, Donald Trump pulls something else out of his ass. And, you know, tomorrow he may say he didn't say it. Or he, he may say that we took it out of context, or he may say the press is lying about him. You know, Donald Trump is always accusing the press of being fake news, but he never turns down free publicity. He never turns down an interview with the press or the media. It's once after it is done, he's calling everybody fake, 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 fake. Then why in the hell did you say that? Then why in the hell did you sit down and do the interview? Then why in the hell did you do what you did? Majority of the news that the media cover by Donald Trump is true. And they criticize what and he gets criticized where it is warranted. He has no business attacking anyone who criticizes him. Especially if it's warranted criticism, and much of it is. This, he's going to be criticized by uh, um, saying there should be violence in the midterm elections if the Republicans lose. He should be criticized heavily for that. But once he gets criticized heavily for that, he's going to come up with his favorite term, fake news, fake news, even though it's not fake news. People are criticizing him for something stupid and dumb uh, uh, that is could be deadly violence in the United States, uh, a riot or something. Any kind of violence could turn into a riot. This is what Donald Trump wants. Donald Trump, as I said, folks, Donald Trump knows he's going down. He, he knows his days are over. So he's trying to do, incite, create as much havoc and chaos as he can 
on his way out. Now I know that's true because Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, is prepping to be the president of the United States. Obviously, some Republicans in some areas of Washington are telling Mike Pence to get ready. To get ready. And as I've said, if Mike Pence and some people uh, are saying what I've been saying, if Mike Pence is an asshole, uh, once Donald Trump is gone, and that's, you know, that's wishful thinking, but it could happen, we'll deal with Mike Pence. As I've said before, I, I think Mike Pence is a follower. I don't think he's a leader. Trump is, we know Trump is not a leader. Trump is, is a bully, picking on American companies, picking on people, picking on his critics, bullying critics, threatening. He's no leader. Leaders don't, that is not about leading. Leaders do not do anything like that. The Republicans in Congress cannot lead. When the last time they passed any kind of a legislation, uh, they've done a lot of things underhanded. You know, they can just like um, President uh, Trump can do uh, executive orders. Congress can do executive orders also. And what Trump has done, another president can overturn. And what the uh, Republicans in Congress has done to wreck the country, the Democrats can come in and overturn it. This is this is why Donald Trump is out there pleading like pleading like hell to evangelicals to give him some help. I don't know how, how excuse me folks, I don't know how in the hell can the evangelicals help him win the midterms. I don't know I don't know how they can do it. They're just a a bunch of people who pretend to believe in God. Christians, I guess. I don't know. The Christian church, the Catholic church, have you, he- have you heard? Over 300 priests have been removed or accused of, uh, of, of raping children. And these are the people Donald Trump are going, he's going to and asking them for help? Wow. Stay tuned, folks. This, this is just... Uh, with Donald Trump, I just think the guy's on his way out because he has to be. This this is um, really really bad. This is really bad. Inciting violence, uh, having Americans wanting Americans, conducing Americans to fighting each other. Man, that is not the way. If you believe in God, if you don't believe in God, you have to say. Lord, have mercy. Where have we come? How did we get here? And when can we leave? (laughs) This is one big mess. And um, anyway, folks, the George Wilder Jr. Show is just about over. It's 7.30 p.m. Chicago time. It has been a great day. It's been wonderful. It's been beautiful. Vote blue, folks. Vote blue, vote blue, vote blue. Vote long. Uh, Vote early. Um, let's do it, let's do it, let's do this. Get these Republicans out of office. They have to be out on their asses. We have to make some changes. It is up to us. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. I want everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. I want to thank everybody for podcasting the show. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Have a great weekend. Wherever you might find your yourself um, listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye. Jo- Make sure you join me tomorrow. We'll be back here tomorrow. Bye bye, everybody.